You're listening to the Hillspring Church audio podcast. Hillspring exists so that all people can find and embrace a life of faith through Christ. For more information or to get involved, visit us on the web at hillspringchurch.org. This is a very special morning this morning. A number of our Hillspring family members are going to be getting baptized today. And so we're going to spend the morning hearing their stories of faith, and then we're going to gather as a church. So after we hear the stories of faith, we're all going to get up, and we're going to gather around a baptismal tank that we have set up on the lower level to witness their baptism, and then we'll end it off with some cake, because you can never go wrong by having some cake, right, when there's a celebration. But just for a second, I want to ask this question, you know, what is baptism all about? Anyways, you may be visiting, might be visiting, you might have, you know, seen baptisms before, maybe you've heard about people getting baptized, but for many of you, this might be a first, first time experience for you to witness a baptism. And so simply put, baptism is an outward symbol of an inward reality. And symbols have a lot of value for us, don't they? You know, on my left hand, I have a symbol, it's a wedding ring, right? And these are simple, visible reminders of things that communicate something about something that is much more big, much more bigger. It's much more bigger. It's much greater than the, the symbol itself, right? And, uh, and so this ring isn't my marriage. My marriage is not contained in this ring. It's just a small outward symbol of such something that is much more significant. And so the physical shape, the circular nature of a wedding ring, which is unending, is often said to represent the, the unending love of God for us, his unending faithfulness for us, which is also what our marriage is supposed to be based on. And, and what I committed to my wife, giving her that same type of love that I've received from God when I stood at the altar with her 20 years ago. Yes, I'm getting old. Perhaps you have a tattoo, right? These are outward symbols often that represent bigger things in your life. Perhaps things such as love, faith, or even pain that you've had in your life that you have tattoos of that are symbols of those major events in your life, right? Symbols are very valuable for us. And so similarly, uh, baptism is this, is this outward symbol that represents an inward reality. So then the question is, you know, what is it that the symbol of baptism represents? What is it that the baptism represents? Well, baptism was originally believed to have been practiced uh, among Jewish rabbis as an initiation ritual in, at, for their followers. So as people were plunged underwater and raised up out of the water, it symbolized that a person was leaving their old lifestyle behind, their old ways behind, and then committing themselves to a new life uh, following the ways of their teacher right? And following their teacher. It was a symbol really of trust, of faith or devotion that a person was putting in their teacher and his ways. And John the Baptist is a famous example uh, of someone who was practicing baptism in this manner. Now, if someone is baptized today as a follower of Jesus, there's similar meaning behind it. As a person is plunged under water and raised up out of the water, it symbolizes that a person has left their old life behind, and, and their old ways behind in order to begin a new life as a follower of Jesus. So that's really important to understand as you watch people be baptized this morning. It's a symbol of faith, trust, or devotion a person is placing in Jesus to lead them in a new way of life. But the full significance of baptism is even greater than that. 
It's more than just someone saying, you know, I'm leaving my ways behind and I'm following Jesus. It's more than just what the person is doing. Because even more importantly, baptism represents what Jesus has done for us. The act of being plunged underwater and raised again also symbolizes Jesus' own death and resurrection. You know, Jesus willingly gave up his life on the cross, forgiving the sins of the world and then rising again from the dead to provide salvation and life for us all by removing the barrier of sin between us and God. And so baptism is both representative of our choice to leave our old life behind and follow Jesus, but even more so, this beautiful picture of God's grace in bringing us from death to life through Christ's death and resurrection. And so if we tie this all together, this is how we would describe baptism. It's a long phrase, but we have it on the screen just to kind of tie it all together. Through baptism, you know, people or we identify that by placing our faith in Jesus, we become participants in the death and resurrection of Christ who brought us new life as a gift of his love. Through baptism, we identify that by placing our faith in Jesus, we become participants in the death and resurrection of Christ who brought us new life as a gift of his love. As we put our faith in Christ, put our, faith in Christ our old life, our old sinful life is, is dead. It's no longer who we are and Christ raises us to life through his resurrection to have new life in a relationship with God through what he's accomplished on the cross. Listen for a second how the Apostle Paul explains this to the church in ancient Rome, in Romans 6, 3 to 11. He says, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead to the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. There, that is a powerful passage, an explanation of baptism. That through Christ, our old sinful life died with Christ. And as far as God is concerned, that life is no more a part of who we are. We have been, the barrier between us and God has been removed, and we are called into a new life through Christ in our relationship with God. And so it's an act of obedience as well to Christ because Jesus called his followers to practice baptism as part of the Great Commission to share the good news that God had forgiven the sins of the world through Christ. Saying in Matthew 28, 19 to 20, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded to you. So in being baptized, we're obeying Christ by publicly professing the salvation that Christ provided for us all and the faith that we've placed in him.
But if you take anything this morning from the baptisms that you're witnessing, it's that God loved us all so much that he sent his son who gave up his life on a cross in order to forgive our sins and raise us to new life in him as we follow him in faith. That God wants all of us to know that. And Christ has called us to profess our faith publicly so that you can also know that God was the one who took the initiative to remove the barrier of sin between you and him. And he welcomes you to accept his forgiveness and come into a relationship with him where he can lead you as a loving heavenly father. So I want to invite you to pray with me this morning. And even if you're visiting, you can begin that journey of faith with God by accepting his forgiveness and by turning to him. It's as simple as that. And so we're going to pray. And we're going to thank God for what he did. And this is between you and God. And if that's something you want to start this morning, then you just pray along with me as we talk to God this morning. God, we thank you so much for your love for us. And we thank you for the, the great depth of meaning that these baptisms represent, God. And the love that you showed to us by sending your son into this world to give up his life in the forgiveness of our sins and then be raised to life, God, so that we can have the hope of new life with you. And so, God, we all come to you this morning as sinners, as people who have turned away from you and as people who live life the way we want to live it. But, God, we ask you to forgive us for our sins. And we thank you that your forgiveness is a gift. And we ask you to lead our lives, we pray, through your son. And everyone said, amen, amen. Well, I'd like to introduce you now to the, those who are being baptized this morning. So I'm going, to call, I'm going to call you all up together, and then I'll ask you some questions individually. That way you don't have to stand here on your own. So if you're being baptized this morning, Dylan, Rhea, Cheyenne, Angie, why don't you guys come on up? And uh, you can just stand here to my left, and whoever makes it here first can go last. There you go. So you get rewarded. So I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Thing. Sometimes people just want to do it. Come on over here, guys. All right, we'll start with Dylan this morning, and I'll give you a mic. And so we're just going to ask these guys a couple questions just to get to know them more and to uh, learn about their, their faith journey a little bit. And so this is Dylan. Everyone say, hey, Dylan. Hey. All right. Uh, so first of all, Dylan, tell us when you... Actually, you come over here with me so that people online can see you if you want to stand there. Wave to everyone. Sure. All right. Uh, tell us when and how you put your faith in Christ. Um, of came to Christ just through going to church with my uh, parents, and they've really encouraged me to have a relationship with him. Um, and also my grandparents have encouraged me to go to like a church during the summer, or sorry, a camp that's based off of Christianity. And I feel like I've just come really close with him through that. And yeah. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about how, so you made a decision to follow Christ. Tell us how following Christ has impacted or made a difference in your life. Uh, it just really has impacted the way I act and talk with others. Like, um, instead of just living a life that's unhealthy, I choose to just speak, um, well, um, sorry. I guess I just want to always encourage others, and it just helps me. Like, instead of talking negatively about people, I just like to lift them up and just show God's love to them. So. Absolutely. And he's telling the truth. If you know Dylan, you know he has just 
loving heart. And he just, uh, you know, I'll hear him on the phone with my kids. I'm going to get emotional as well. And you can just hear him encouraging my boys, you know, and this kind of thing. And just to see the love of Christ flowing out of his life is a beautiful thing. And that's what Christ does. Christ isn't just for, like, adult religious people. You know, when a young child comes to Jesus, he changes our hearts and our lives. And that's a really beautiful thing to see. So tell us why you want to be baptized today. So today I've just decided to be baptized because I want to be involved with um, God and his ways. Um, I've chosen to like, just re- reject the devil and follow the path that God has p- paved out for me through my life. Um, and after getting baptized, I want to sacrifice some of my time to read the Bible and pray with God as it will continue to strengthen my relationship with him. Um, and I'm excited to begin a new journey of faith and have a positive impact on others um, just through showing God's love. That's amazing. Why don't we give Dylan a big round of applause to show our support to him. Thanks, buddy. All right, Rhea, you're next. Come on over here. How are you doing this morning? Good. Good. So this is Rhea. Everyone say, hey, Rhea. Yeah. All right, tell us when and how you put your faith in Jesus. Um, because I've always gone to church, and I've learned about him, and I've kept on following Absolutely. So you just knew that that's what you wanted to do, and you've been following him for your whole life now. Yeah. Right? Like many years. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so tell us for yourself, how has knowing Jesus made an impact or changed your life? Um, when I'm just mad or angry, he helps me um, become kind and loving, forgiveful forgiving right yeah it's so important that's awesome that's really cool to hear and then how why do you want to be baptized today because he got baptized and it's going to be a good memory and i want to become a new better person okay so you want to follow what jesus said an example for us to do yeah that's, that's awesome thank you let's give a round of applause to ria thanks ria appreciate it cheyenne come on over bud how you doing? I'm good. We've done it for everyone else. So everyone say, hey, Cheyenne. Hey. <laughs> All right. Um, tell us how and when you became a follower of Christ. Uh, ever since I was growing up little, um, I went to church. Okay. And my parents talk about Jesus with me a lot. So. Yeah, awesome. So your whole life as well, as a young child, your parents invested in you and taught you about Christ. Eh? Awesome. So tell us how following Christ has made a difference in your life. Um makes me like a better person okay how so um <laughs> not to put you on the spot or anything yeah if i'm um if i'm like sad or upset or something i can pray to god knowing he'll help me uh, absolutely and it's really cool to see how like you know faith impacts people in different ways you know for some people christ brings comfort to us when we need comfort right and i mean he yeah it's amazing so so why do you want to be baptized today uh, because Jesus got baptized, and he wants us to get baptized in his name. Oh, cool. So, again, a step of obedience. Appreciate it, man. All right, let's give Cheyenne a round of applause. <laughs> Angie, come on over. I'm excited to introduce Angie to the church as well. So, uh, well, I don't want to take away from any of your story, but yeah. um, you can repeat it as well. But Angie uh, is someone who came to faith through covid and connected with us online has actually been a part of our Hillspring family online for at least for yeah, around a year now, a year. I think. Yeah. yeah. So yep. um, introduce yourself and then tell us a little bit about how you came to faith yep. in Christ. So my name's Angie. Um, 
I've always been involved in the church when I was much younger than I am now, and um, I lost my way for quite many years, probably up until a year ago. And then when COVID hit, um, I realized um, being home with my three, you know, adult kids and my husband, how um, grateful I was for what I had when you hear about all the death in COVID and everybody getting sick and all of that. So for me, just sitting there day after day with them and looking at them and thinking, wow, you know, how did I get so lucky that I get to wake up every day and be with them and they're healthy and we've survived COVID, you know, somewhat. So um, something just came over me. I, I came into, you know, trying to find where I can go with my faith and Pastor Daniel just blew me away. And ever since then, it's just been positive, positive, And I, I feel it now. Something I've never felt um, when I was, you know, younger growing up, I used to go to church and just kind of sit there go, okay, what's going on, you know, but here I feel like I can relate. Um, just being part of the community is just really impacted me. That's awesome. And I know that as we've chatted, you know, about the process, you've, you've said that like it, it's impacted you in really practical ways yes. that I think one time when I was talking to you, uh, you said, like, I'm not the person I was even a year ago. Um, yeah. Tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I, I guess for me... Um, I was just, I'm a pretty tough cookie, you know, had a lot of anger, had a lot of, um, hold a lot of grudges. Um, I feel like now, you know, I can um, let go of all that. And that's really hard. It's still a work in progress, but this helps. And um, yeah, I just, um, it's just... (laughs) It's really emotional for me, sorry. Yeah, it's, um, I just keep, you know, praising God, praising Jesus, just coming to church and really devoting a part of my life to this and realizing that, you know, what matters and what doesn't and um, all that anger just is slowly slipping away. That's absolutely incredible. And, and I have seen that in Angie's life. You know, when, whenever I tell people this, whenever you lean into God and you you make a, an effort to know Him, God will change your life. It's not about you know whether you know whatever programs the church has, all this kind of thing. It's about is your heart open to God? Are you seeking Him with your whole heart? Because if you seek Him, He will show Himself to you. And one thing I've seen in Angie's life over the last year is she's I, she's like, oh, I, we were driving out of town and. When she's driving out of town, she's like, well, I'll still pull my tablet out, <laughs> you know, and go to church. And it's not about going to church, but it's about that hunger of wanting to know God more. And so much so that even when she's leaving town, I know that she's made that effort to stay connected and, 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 uh, and just seek God with her whole heart and not miss out on that. And, that. and it affects her life in a good way. And it does for all of us whenever we are committed to Christ and say, you know, God, I need you in my life. You know, I need to remain devoted to you. Um, God always answers back by showing himself to us and changing our lives. And I think you're a prime example of that, which is amazing. So why do you want to get baptized today? I just feel like this is a new life for me. Just how I feel um, on an emotional level, um, it's just, it's like that old life is is just behind me. I want it to be behind me and and move forward and feel happy like I always do now because I truly do in my heart. I really, I feel a sense of peace that I didn't feel before. It's amazing. So 
exactly what we were talking about, how it represents that in, yeah. in your field and in your life. Yeah. So, awesome. Let's give Angie a big round of applause as well. So, thank you, guys. So what we're going to do is uh, we have a baptismal tank uh, set up uh, over on, uh, on the lower level up there. So in just a second, I'm going to pray for everyone, and then we're going to we're going to close the service here, and we're going to go over, and we're just going to all gather around the baptismal tank as a symbol of our support and just to witness uh, their baptisms. And so if you can just gather around on the upper and lower level, I'm going to be uh, on the other side of the tank. Um, and so we'll give everyone a few minutes. If you have kids in the 12 to 36 months program, this would be the time to go and, uh, and, and pick them up, and then we'll wait till everyone gathers around, okay? But let's pray, and uh, just thank God for this morning. Lord, we thank you so much for your love for us again. And I thank you for the, the four people that are standing here this morning and what you are doing in each of their lives, God, in unique ways. Uh, we are so thankful that you're a God who loves all of us and, and meets our needs and, and, and works in our lives to, uh, to cause us to grow and become more and more like you as we keep our eyes on you, Lord. And so we just pray that uh, you would be glorified today as they are baptized, that, that uh, people would just see your amazing love through their lives and the events of this morning, we pray in your name. Everyone said amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, we apologize to those online that uh, you won't get to see the, the dunk, but uh, we're going to now move that way. And if you guys could just make your way around the tank, again, pick up your kids if they're in the 12 to 36 months age, and then we'll meet around the tank and finish up.